so what do we want to have the tagline for this one be? What was the tagline for the last one? Uh, I don't remember, but I th- I'm feeling we should make it in rough reference to the movie. So like three guys you've never heard of that don't rob houses. Three guys, guys you've, you've never, never heard, heard of. of. Widowers watch Liam Neeson express emotion on screen. Mm. He does do that. Three, we call just go. Three guys you never heard of. In space. In space. For now, leave it at Robbing space. <laughs> In space heist. Uh, what I was thinking was what we should do, and I think I talked to one of you guys about this earlier, is uh, for an intro, talk about our favorite movies that fit in the genre, right? Yeah. So, like, David, what's your favorite movie, or at least what reminded you of this movie while you were watching it, right? Uh, yeah, so favorite, like, heist movie, you could say? Yeah. Well, two things. One, Inside Man. Oh Love yeah, that movie. Nice. Yeah, but it also reminded me of Ocean's Eight, and how oh bad man. that was. I never watched it. Oh man, see that compared to this, that was a reason I didn't want to see this. Mm-hmm. You were concerned it was going to be because I thought it was going to be a lot like that. Oh man, yeah, I didn't want that. Bad news. Um, I didn't even watch Ocean's Eight after they jumped the shark in what like thirteen or fourteen <laughs> when they had like Julia Roberts played Julia Roberts mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was, like, at that moment in the movie, I was like, I'm done. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm out. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Inside Man. Inside okay. Man. Yeah. I love Inside Man. Yeah. That's what got me on a Clive Owen. It's that movie. Are you really yeah. on Clive Owen? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all, I'd be on Clive Owen. Yeah. What, what has real. Clive Owen done recently? He's in Children of Men. That's that was not like the same recent, time. so those are the only two one. things you need to love to be on Clive Owen. Okay. Yeah, seriously. I don't know if he's doing anything these days, which is unfortunate, because I like Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your favorite, Ryan? Or at least what did, what did it remind you of? So, like? what did it remind me of? I mean, we'll get into this later. It did, because I think a lot of it was the music, the Hans Zimmer, mm. um, that it gave me sort of like a, a Dark Knight we, we were sitting we were sitting in the theater and as it closed they had like the credits rolling I was like oh Hans Zimmer and, and Dave was like yeah that was like Batman yeah there were yeah. like the whole heist sequence very much felt like it almost felt like the heist at the beginning of the Dark Knight oh yeah 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 um, yeah but my first thought um, as far as like heist movies goes is just like Ocean's Eleven. I feel like Ocean's Eleven kind of set the standard yeah, for what a definitely. good heist movie should be and how it should be done. Yep. Um, unfortunately, it was followed by yeah some money grabs. The they awful. were they were all bad. They after were awful. 11. And I was trying to think if there's a decent heist movie before them yeah. or even like uh, one movie, two words, two syllables. Inside Man. Point Break. Oh, Point Break. <laughs> oh, point break. Uh, also, like, Italian Job. I think that came out after Ocean's uh, Eleven, though. Yeah. I know some people are mixed on that. I'm mixed on that. Yeah. Um, but what I... Man, what was I going to say? I was going to say that I feel like Snatch is almost... Yeah. 
mm-hmm. in that category, even though it's not really a heist. I was going to say the same thing, Mission either impossible. Snatch or Lockstock, but it feels that those are fitting more into like a caper as opposed to a heist, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. more like comedy bears. I like original Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. the original one. That's a heist movie. Mm-hmm. But it also feels like a heist movie is like a very old oh, trope, yeah. right? Like I, I think back to like, um, what's a movie with like the, the Sting, right? Like, Robert Redford, yeah. I believe, right? Like, mm-hmm. I remember that as a kid. That was, like, one of my favorite movies. Was... Yeah. I mean, you could go back to, like, Heat. Heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is also something that we're going to get into. Heat's a good I, movie. I feel as though a lot of heist movies tend to be kind of forgettable. Yeah. Which is yeah. a little unfortunate. And I don't think that makes them bad movies. I just think it. you kind of like, okay. So... I think it's another heist movie. Like, Ant-Man's that's a heist movie. Remind, re- remember that, because... I've got a few thoughts on Widows, which is why I think it kind of subverts the genre sure. a tad. Sure. Which is part of why I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, do you want to move into it? Well, I think that I like listening to having an upper hand on you guys having just listened to our old one. Yeah. We did the How Do You Do? <laughs> how Do You Do's in the beginning. <laughs> uh, and I like the, do? hey, we're three guys that you've never heard of, blah, blah, blah. And how do you do? How do you do, Scott? Uh, I'm super stressed right now. Yeah? Yeah. It's a stressful time of year for your yeah, employed. It's meant three finals week, which means that I have a lot of grading I need to do. And a lot of events. Like, there was an event today I had to do for students where I had to give them all cookies. The E word. And then tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> the E word. I used to live well, and breathe that. To be fair, these events are a lot less stressful than those events. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, I'm, I gotta make a bunch of quesadillas for a bunch of students. That's are gonna put? Strange. Are you gonna put capers in them? That was a pun. Capers. Oh, good. Fun. Uh, and then Friday we've got like a dog hot chocolate thing for students and Marty's going to go. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, which is a lot. Which is funny because I work in a very similar field and it is an incredibly slow time of year. Yeah. Oh, Duran. How do you do? <laughs> Duran. Oh, are you bored? Uh, yeah. yeah. I am bored. That's hard. But that's fine because I've got so many other things outside of work. That I feel like I can't fit in, and like, it's too bad. Catering to the demands of our viewers. Catering, yeah. You're trying know. to pump these out as quick as we can. Your viewers. Your viewers, our listeners. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. David? Yeah. How, how do, do you do? do? Oh, how do I do? Um, kind of mixture of both. Yeah? I'm stressed. Yeah. Um, but? Bored. But bored. <laughs> Waiting? Uh, no, uh, starting job number dose, technically... Job number four, actually, next week. Um, uh, actually, tomorrow. Which one's that? Uh, I mean, I serving tables and, oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. slinging drinks. Yeah. yeah, slinging drinks yeah. again. This might be something we don't necessarily add to this podcast, but are you looking forward to that or are you not looking forward to that? Oh, no, I am. Okay, cool. Because tips. Sling, slinging drinks. Yeah. Tips. tips are awesome. Tips are awesome. You just put in a few hours, turn your brain off, and yeah. yeah. And then you just come out the other side with a bunch of money. I mean, who wouldn't give you tips? Um, middle-aged roll those men. sleeves up a little bit. Oh, middle-aged. Yeah, but that makes middle-aged sense. women. Let's go. <laughs> Fantastic. Cool guys. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. fun. Widow. Um, yeah, widows. So where where are we all at? Do you want to do a three, two, one, thumbs, thumbs up, up, sideways down? Do we want to do that before introducing the movie? Oh yeah. No, <laughs> let's let's introduce the movie. Widows. We we all went and saw widows. We did. David and I did see it together. Saw it together. Uh, and then had an awkward not conversation after the fact. Uh-huh. Awkward yeah, not conversation. There. We specifically talked about the, the awkward conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought That's I was going to walk out bulletproof I mean, I, not being awkward. But then I was like, man, it kind of <laughs> is. 
It's weird not talking about the movie, about you, just the movie you just saw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you saw it with your My significant other. My wife. Uh, you guys saw it on the weekend. Over the Monday. Weekend. We saw it on Saturday morning. <laughs> Saturday morning. And Dave and I saw it on Friday. So what, one nice thing now as opposed to Venom is that we've all seen it very recently. Yep. Very recently. It's very fresh still. It is. Uh, yeah, so Widows, which came out in 2018. Crime drama. Thriller. Um, Heist caper. Would you say the main character is Viola Davis, Veronica? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. Um, we've we've got a full. I mean, IMDb casts uh, Michelle oh, Rodriguez oh, and man. Elizabeth Debicki. Debicki. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. As the the four or the, excuse me, the three top bill cast, which mm-hmm. feels appropriate. Yep. Yeah. They definitely carried it. Um, we got Liam Neeson. You have uh, a Wa- guy from season one of Walking Dead. Yeah, Shane. Play- Shane. You know, and, Shane. And the guy from uh, oh, Get Out. And the guy from Get Out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. The guy from Get Out. What's his name? Can we... Here, I might look it up. Uh, I, I don't know if I can pronounce it. I was going to say good luck pronouncing it. It is Daniel Kaluuya? Kaluuya? How stacked this is, he's not even on... I mean, I know we're going to get into it, but I feel as though he might have been my favorite character. Kaluuya? Kaluuya? Maybe? Yeah. Oh, like the drink. No. Not like Kaluuya. Not Kaluuya. <laughs> Spelled different. I'm joking. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Dave. Uh, we also had Colin Farrell in there. Yeah. Colin Farrell. I have I love Colin Farrell. Um, best thing he's been in since True Detective Season 2. Uh, since The Lobster. Did you guys see The Lobster? No. no. Oh. We were discussing that when we were watching previews. What was the movie that... With the favorite, the same director did the favorite. Is it called the favorite? The that's one the with, new one that's with, coming out. The one with the queen and the two women. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did the lobster, and then he did the killing of a sacred deer. Both of them are super loopy. Like the premise of the lobster is, if you do not find true love, yeah, you turn into an animal. I remember watching trailers for the movie and just being like, I don't. Know. I think I'd rather go see Kevin Watch it. Smith's Walrus movie, honestly. Then. Than lobster. I'm just gonna let you guys watch it eventually. And Have you realize... seen Kevin Smith's Walrus movie? <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. I just know Kevin Smith made a movie about a guy who turned someone into a walrus. This is Kevin Smith with like Jane Silent Bob Kevin Smith? Yes. Okay. Uh, both would be equally awesome, I think, in very different ways. Anyway, uh, yeah. I would totally watch that favorite because yeah, I the love favorite. who plays the queen. She looks like she, Miller. yeah. She looks like she rocks it too. Anyway, um, Widows is directed by Steve McQueen, not yeah. the Steve McQueen, but this, but Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen, who I mean, he also directed Twelve Years a Slave. Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, some other ones. Some other ones. Oh, he directed Shame. Yes, with Michael Fassbender. Um, one of the most interesting movie viewing experiences of Steve my life. Steve McQueen is a weird. He's got some weirdness oh, yeah. and quirkiness in his movies. So the whole context behind Shame, spoiler alert, yeah. um, Michael Fassbender is like a insanely addicted sex fiend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I, not knowing what this movie was really about, downloaded it while I think my junior year of college and convinced like six dudes to watch this new Michael Fassbender <laughs> movie with me. All of them walked away saying, you don't get to pick movies anymore. <laughs> so, But was it a good movie? It was um, a weird movie. It was weird. Yeah. Um, and not... 
I mean, it's. I would say if you are thinking about seeing Widows and now you know that Steve McQueen directed Shame and you know anything <laughs> about Shame, like don't connect the two at w- all. Widows it's is not unlike any other movie he's made. It's the most successful, um, I think. Twelve Years a Slave is Twelve Years a Slave, most. didn't it? Get an Oscar? It got. Yeah, I think it, it won, won a few Oscars. It won. Yeah, but it's. I would say it's less successful to the mainstream than Widows is. Oh, in terms of mainstream, yeah, yeah. 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 Did you see Twelve Years a Slave? Yeah. Yeah. At first, I thought I wasn't oh, like man. it. Scott, isn't Bella Davis in that as well? Probably. Uh, the one it's, it was a breakthrough performance for that one actress. Uh, I can never pronounce the guy's last name who played the main guy in Twelve Years a Slave, but man, the end. Oh, the guy who plays uh, the agent in yep. Serenity. Yep. Him. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Uh, just wrecked me. That movie did. It's I'll a heavy it. hitter. It's I'll super it. heavy. I, the only reason I haven't watched it is just because I feel as at that point there are a lot of movies that were out that I didn't watch. So, yeah, anyway, very true. Stephen Queen, director, good director. I'd say um, very good director. Yeah, the main writer for Widows um, has written basically two other things. One is Sharp Objects, which is an HBO series that with I've heard Amy Adams with Amy Adams that I've heard amazing things about. Have not seen. This is Gillian Flynn. Yeah. yeah, and then the other thing that she wrote, Gone Girl, Gone Girl, yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's, well, because Widows is adapted from a book as well. Yeah, yeah. so, um, but just like the tone, mm-hmm. yeah, true, um, true, very similar to yeah. Gone Girl. Yeah. yeah, and people have always said for years that Ben Affleck is the American Liam Neeson, so it makes sense there too. <laughs> I mean, I think the reason Gone Girl did so well is because Ben Affleck, ben Affleck was preparing ben to play Affleck. Batman, <laughs> and so he channeled some of that. Yeah. So that's why Gone Girl... Because it has Batman in it? Because it's Batman. Because it, it, it's Bruce Wayne. I had to sit next to him during the Aquaman trailer, and he was... She just... He was getting so excited. Yeah. And yeah. he was just like, stop, no. It looks bad. You know my stance on it. It's going to be super campy and weird, and that's going to fucking work. I think... I don't think they're going to embrace the campiness enough. That's their only no. hope. If they don't, I'll eat crow. Because there's, there's like, it's got to be outside of that gray area of campiness, right? Like, it either needs to be so campy that you're like, yes. Like Buster Scruggs, which you guys don't know about yet. Yep, neither of us understand that reference. <sighs> or not campy, at like, to the point where it's cringy. You know, it either yeah. has to go full board or avoid it. Who knew campiness could be so binary? The success formula to campiness. Ones and zeros. I mean, I feel like I just listed three things. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving back into Widows. Uh, for some critic ratings, we've got IMDb putting it at a 7.4 out of 10. Yep. Solid IMDb Metacritic score. giving it an 84. Yep. Solid Metacritic score. Interestingly, I thought Cinema Score gave it a B. Solid B. A solid B. Which, what else, what kind of movies do they give Bs? Uh, so it's some other ones that are Bs. Robin Hood has a B. Ugh. I know. I know. Uh, Overlord has a B. Um, these the, are just recent ones that came out. Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween has a B. Okay. Didn't the B movie get a B? That's a good joke, Dave. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody got an A. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because everyone loves Queen. Uh, everyone does love Queen. I, need I didn't realize how much I love Queen. I was watched that movie. I said, "Oh my god, yeah. I love Queen." Um, I want to say Rotten Tomatoes has it at like ninety-two. I'm just gonna look at that or more. That's what really because we picked this movie. Um, 
you mentioned oh, it as an God. option. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that movie that had the trailer that makes it look like bad. Bad. Yeah. Uh, um, Ocean's the, 80. The tomato meter has it at 91%. Yeah. And, and the then the audience is only 62%. Oh, interesting. I know yeah. why. Because it subverts the heist genre. But we'll talk about that yeah, later. Okay. Um, but I saw that Rotten Tomatoes rating yeah. and the Metacritic rating. And yeah. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. Did they actually make a decent movie out of this? Yeah. I thought it was going to be bad. Then I saw it with Steve McQueen and I said, oh. Yeah, when I when I suggested it, I, in my mind I was like, this could go either way. I, I really was kind of like, well, this this could be like one of these, like, we're going to try and capitalize on Me Too and just put women in the front light and yeah. kind of force it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I thought it could go either way. Um, yeah. I think we should get to our opinions. Yeah. On opinions. Because we're... We're, we're, the, we're drum roll, drum the drum roll three two one thumbs yeah yeah uh three two one hey okay unprecedented <laughs> I, I, I had no idea we could do that unprecedented <laughs> scott uh, has brought in a second thumb i have yes. two thumbs yep very strongly up both pointed that's up. crazy i guess mine kind of counts because it's a hitchhiker's thumb so oh, duran's true. in third place <laughs> yep uh so this might just be a love fest which is fine um, I do. I do have some critiques. Me too. Oh, I do, but I'm fine with. Yeah, I think we can do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so why did we all love it? How about this? On three, two, one. Say why you loved it. Okay. Uh, think it, well, think, think about it. Think about it. Think about it. I got mine. I've got mine. Uh, I've already said mine three times. Yeah. I've, I. I got mine. Okay. Three, two, one. It's Cinema everything was dice genre. <laughs> <Camera> work. <laughs> yeah. Cinematography. Cinematography. Yeah. For um, sure. A few I scenes in right particular. Now, the scene in the gym with the rap. Oh, Holy yeah. cow. Did you notice that was all one take? Uh, yep. One single yeah. take orbiting around them. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. That was so And just good. in the performance, too. Yeah. Like, from, from all oh, three of them. yeah. Uh, y- the car scene, both uh, of them. Yeah. When, well, when, yeah. When the camera's on the hood. Yes. yes. Just Looking driving. at them. And then you see it goes from, like, the poverty neighborhood. Yeah. They turn a corner and it shifts to the yeah. nice neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And then the scene where it's their kid, yeah, and it's like the the camera's like orbiting around the car as the yep. car is driving, and like, oh, yeah, gosh, it's um, uh, the camera work was top notch. Every single shot in that movie was like crafted. Well, yep. Um, I think a big reason why that stood out, yeah, is because unlike Venom, uh, <laughs> every scene I feel in that movie added to the movie yeah yeah um, for sure yes because we we may never release the venom thing who knows but we talked i talked a lot about how the first like 15 minutes of venom were just unnecessary Ooh. bloated dumb the like speed at which this movie gets started yep and you were just in it yeah. and already already enjoying it and already glued to it is insane like it's like the opening scene you're in yeah yeah uh, by the way, the, the director of cinematography, uh, Sean Bobbitt. Sean Bobbitt. Known for uh, 12 Years a Slave. Makes sense. Mm. Hunger, which is also a Steve, Steve McQueen. McQueen. Uh, also Shame. So it looks like Steve so McQueen's like, go-to guy. Yep. Uh, and not really much else. Hey, they work well together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, man, that opening scene. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, whoa, Liam. <laughs> so he was going to town and I was just like and it kind of drew but it drew me in I was like why are you kissing like that and I was like that's probably how I look when I'm doing that so 
and then it cuts it does so cut. cleanly to that freaking chase um, yeah. that makeout scene um was really uncomfortable oh yeah and so I, close well that and just and the because way he was doing i think because if you th- i think what it really boils down Eating to was face. i bet when they were shooting that scene i bet the idea behind it was make it uncomfortable oh yeah make <laughs> make the people see like because it's you know Steve it's a mixed like, race relationship right yep. and that plays such a key part in like very important things later on in the film. So I think setting yep. the tone of like people from the start being like kind of off put, um, yeah. off put by their relationship, like it just it's super important to the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet if I rewatched it, I would feel a little bit differently in terms of like getting those connections between what they're doing. Because when you watch the first time, you don't exactly know what the cuts are representing. Yeah. You obviously figure out that like. Liam Neeson's character is the same guy in the heist, and so you're juxtapositioning that. But I bet there's another subtext behind, even more between the subjects of the cuts that they're going between. With Viola in the bed, basically. Yeah. I So there's one shot that bugged me, and yeah. I want to go back and watch the movie again and see if there's a reason why it was... But there was one shot where Viola, Viola, Davis, Miss Davis, Mrs. Davis, the top... Bit, what was her name in the movie? That's what I was just going to <laughs> uh, Her name in the movie was Veronica. Veronica. When Veronica, Veronica like, came home or something and she was starting to cry, she was out of focus. Bad. Oh, when she's putting bad, bad, makeup bad. and stuff on. She was out of focus. I, I was like, why? And then I was waiting for it to like shift into focus or something to happen with it. I thought maybe it was a mirror shot. And that's why I, I was like waiting for the camera to pivot away from the mirror. But nope, it was just her out of focus the whole time. And I'm curious as to the decision behind that because yeah. it was glaring. And to have the cinematography of the rest of the be film so on point. be exquisite, yeah, and have that one scene, I I was like, oh man, did the camera operator in the theater, yeah, mess this up? I and know, it's gonna, like, it's gonna she had like two eyelids. It was so bad. It was, yeah. So I'm, but so I just missed that, like why they did that. I mean, it's knows, interesting, but yeah, I, that's the one thing I noticed, and I was like, do I? I feel like if I don't like this, I'm not. If I do, am I pretentious? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was one. Thing well, no, but I, I think Duran's right. Like the the rest of the movie was so pristine in how they executed it that mm-hmm. that yeah, I didn't notice it because I think I was paying attention to other stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we, we obviously all like cinematography. That's all yeah. great. Yeah, check. Do you want so to talk about? Uh, go ahead. Te- I would say technically great, right? Yeah. Special effects were also spot on, right? Like yep. there wasn't yeah. anything. Um, to be fair, most of it was probably practical. Yeah. Yeah, the I actually while it was happening, the like getaway scene in that beginning heist, yeah, I thought was the most like closest to realistic, kind of like hey we're running from the cops type of scene that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, like the cop car is not like going off a ramp and like flying thirty feet in the air and then exploding on impact. Like it's just they're just you know running into other cars and that's stopping them. There's just like small things blocking their way like it just made it feel a lot more real like it didn't, yeah. it didn't feel as overproduced it did it feel like there were stakes what just as a theme throughout the movie like that's kind of a good segue into what I want to talk about you next. mean as in like like the, the there was actual the, danger oh yeah. sure okay yeah. and what I think was a something that made this movie so good was the freaking the villains yeah because the danger was palpable yeah or Palatable, palatable. 
you could taste the danger. Yeah. Uh, the both villains, the guy running. Well, actually, from, this is this is interesting. I actually want to talk about this. Cool. Let's talk. Yeah. Who are the villains? I w- okay. I would say because I would argue it's actually a little ambiguous. Uh, yeah. So so the since we're basically kept to for the most part. Veronica's eh, no, but Veronica's the main character. Yeah, she. I mean, if you think about it in like the traditional like protagonist antagonist yeah. like heroic archetype thing, like she's the heroic yeah subject, right? She's the protagonist. Um, yeah. the guy running for mayor and his henchman. Yeah. Um, Get out, boy. Yeah, it's not mayor though, right? It's, he's like he's running for the ward. He's running for ward. all. It, so it's like a it's like a representative of the neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Who they? It they. It was real. The danger was real. Well, I think that scene in the, the gym definitely set that up, right? Like, Yep. And the bowling alley. Yeah. And when the, the guy alley. comes to talk to Veronica. Yeah. When when he himself shows up at And Veronica's when they apartment. visit Bash. Every single time they're on screen, their presence, but also what they do. So my my kind of counter to that might be that I feel as though there's an unanswered question. This is one of my questions along like, mm, they could have done this a little bit better. Um... I feel as though Liam Neeson should be the real villain. Because Liam Neeson was playing the two Alderman candidates, right? He was playing... Both of them. Oh, yeah. Right, he was playing both sides. Yep. He was he was stealing from one side, and then he was going to then take that to steal from the other side, right? Yep. Yeah. But he wasn't framed in such a way that he was a villain. To the other characters, he was certainly a villain to Veronica, which is like culminates in her shooting him, but like... Oh, yeah, I think that, he, that part of the reason is like you don't know his full story until it's revealed well, that, to and you. that's kind of my complaint is that they never really fleshed out why he was doing it yeah and why he he has the he question had... of why he kind of went about it the way that he did right so he he made a deal with uh the white guy running for ward con yep con first character Colin Firth's character. Farrell, uh, Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin yeah. Firth is true. a very different true, actor. Very true, sorry. <laughs> Colin Farrell's, he made this deal with Colin Farrell's character yes. to split the $5 million that he stole two. from... The $2 million. Yeah, the initial heist oh. was only $2 million. Oh, it was only... Okay. Yeah. Because the whole point was that Veronica was yeah. going to steal the $5 million and then pay the other guy off. Wilson? I think Wilson. Paperboy. Paperboy. Uh, the $2 million and then they would split the $3 million. Overage. Yeah. So, and, why why not just take before even getting in bed with Colin Farrell's character? I know why. Take the two million and bounce. I know why. Why? Because he needed to fake his death to get out of Veronica's relationship. Still do well, that whole thing though. Yeah. So that's that's a, is that his motivation is to get out of the marriage with Veronica? I think that's part of it. Because I feel like sure. Veronica has a line where she's pissed off at him and says, like, you didn't love my son, you want your perfect white family. But I feel as though that was more her enraged. I didn't really feel as though that explained his character. I think well, he that, had an affair with that woman. Yeah, that did he, though? That's his child. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's, really? That, that that's scene, his child. Oh, Absolutely. Gosh. That's what See, I, I, I didn't pick up on that at all. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, even, even after... You had the the reveal that he's in the room and he's still alive. In my mind, I was still like, wait, why is he with that other guy's kid, right? That's his kid. So I feel as though they could have... I mean, you guys obviously picked up on it, so it's not that hidden. But I feel as though they could have played that up just a tiny, just a smidge. They could have. Uh, I agree with you. And there's a few other things I think they could have fleshed out a little bit more. Absolutely agree. But it's things like that that also... 
I think well, yeah. contribute to a higher replay value. Yeah, and I also think like this conversation feeds into that, and I think this conversation also leads to like they couldn't spend that much time getting in the weeds of it because it would detract from what Ren already pointed out, the which meat was that and everything potatoes. lined up perfectly to make a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. So I, I just kind of felt as though like if he's a villain, they didn't do a really good job building him up as a villain. And the other two guys, I feel oh, as though yeah. are just like I, shitty guys. They're he's, not really. He's definitely not. If 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 you're looking at villain for a villain or yeah. multiple villains, he's not at the top of the list. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I still want to make the point that like I think that initial heist, he could have done all of those same things and then disappeared with $2 million. Rather than yeah. do all the stuff that he did and then have to do another heist to pay off Colin Farrell's character to then disappear with... More what? than double what you have originally had. Yeah, it's not what? more than double. Five. Then. It was five million from. Yeah, but he wasn't going to get five from the second heist. No. Yeah, you're right. It so. just seemed weird. I didn't. I don't really understand why he was working with Colin Farrell's character. Like I, I didn't understand. Well, I guess Colin Farrell's character. What's his name? What's Colin his? Farrell's character wanted Jack. Jack Mulligan wanted to Jack take the Mulligan. money away from Paperboy. Paperboy, also known um, as Jamal Manning. Do you know why I'm calling him Paperboy? No. Because he's in the movie Paperboy. Mm, I don't think there's a movie called Paperboy. Well, uh, there's surely okay, a movie called there's Paperboy. There's a movie called Paperboy. He plays a character named Paperboy. Um, oh. Yeah. In, in, Atlanta. in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, the Childish Gambino show. Yes. Absolutely. Paperboy. Jamal Manning. Ooh. Jamal Manning. Manning. Paperboy. Jamal Manning. Right, so, so I didn't quite understand why... They were getting into Jack's stuff. Well, okay, so Jack wanted to steal the money from Jamal Manning, who was his opponent in the Alderman ring. Yeah, to, to keep, keep money from him. Yeah, to hurt his campaign. Yeah. So that Jack could ensure that he was going to win. And so then Jamal Manning's character just wanted to steal... I guess he didn't know that there was the $5 million. Right? He didn't know no, that Jack I don't, had the $5 million. I don't think they did until uh, Jamal Manning's henchman... Yeah started following Veronica and her team around. Yeah, yeah. I've got two things to say. And Meta and found Benny at the bar. Are you guys aware that the guy at the bar in the wheelchair is Benny from The Mummy? No. Yeah. I don't think I know that much about The Mummy. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Fraser's That was an uncomfortable moment. scene. Like, a beautifully uncomfortable scene, right? When oh, yeah. when he's getting confronted and stabbed in the legs. Oh, right? like, that's... holy cow. Yeah, yeah uncomfortable. Uh, guys, nice try. Two things I want to say. First, I want to talk about the villain discussion we were hitting on and got away from, but how it was kind of yeah. muddy, right? Unclear. Yeah. But the thing that we opened up this conversation with was how real it was. Yeah. We did, I, I did detract from that. Yeah. Well, no, it's totally fine because we have to talk about other things. But the, let's remove the this is a movie lens and just try and put ourselves in that world lens. How realistic is that where there's not back to talking about, was it capers, binary? Uh, whatever we're talking about. No, um, campy. Camp- campiness is binary. Uh, so villainry does not have to be binary, and that's a very yeah. Venom-type thing, right? Where it was not in this case, and I think that's very real world. Mm, um, very yeah. realistic. Everyone had their own motivations. motivations. Almost like Game of Thrones-ish reminds you of things like that, right? Where like you could... People, have, people do bad things and people do generally good things, but also if you just kind of remove like your favorites from the thing like everyone has their own motivations this so that's kind of cool aspect of the villain thing it's very realistic i guess the second thing i was going to say uh, i can't remember 
Yeah, I was kind of bothered by the fact that there was no... To counter that, and this is my only other real hiccup in the whole movie, was that there was no realism behind what was happening. In the sense of, like, one of the last scenes... Or this is the last scene, right? She's in the diner, and she tells the guy there's a bunch of money in this table for the library. What? That That's not how that works, right? Like, that's not how money laundering works. That's why oh, yeah. money laundering is a oh, thing, right? Man. Like That was... That bugged me. They they skim over this whole thing where like there are no repercussions for the ladies. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, they just get true. away scot free. That's true. R- regardless of like the criminal aspect, but like the 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 like police aspect of like that's a lot of money to well, steal and kill and. I think so. The money I think was acquired illegally. Yeah. Right? So I don't think yeah. that Jack Mulligan was going to just like go to the cops and be like, hey, I'm missing $5 million. But his I, dad died. His dad did die. Robert. But. but no. Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah, Robert Duvall. Um, I looked it up just a second. What was I? I was going to say, you can't just take insane amounts of cash and be like, boom, changing my life. Because yeah. that throws up so many red flags yeah. all over the place. Like, you can't just be like, I'm going to go buy a house. Because I can just fork over hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. That's not going to work. Yeah. Like, getting that much cash does not mean you're, like, you're good. And then handing over enough cash to, like, fund a new library, like, that's just putting someone else in a bad position. Yeah, because that other person is going to say, where did you get this money? Well, even then, they're going to show up to whoever it is that builds libraries and be like, here you go. (laughs) I yeah. got all this cash, and that person's gonna be like, mm, "No, no, that's not how that works." Yeah, yeah, that that just that was one of the things that, that kind of bothered me. And, and besides, just that aspect of the, the cash financial financial side was like shh, the the one girl bought guns with her license. You can do that. She didn't have. Did she have a driver's license though? No, she, the other woman bought the guns for her. Oh, to be fair, that was a very funny scene. Yeah. In the, in the gun good. show, and she does the, oh, yeah. why do you need three? She yeah. says, one for each room. One for each room. Uh, so. I didn't pick up on that. Okay. Segue into that. Yeah. When I saw that actress, I was like, dear Lord, I'm going to fucking hate her. And that actress, who was that perfect gold woman in Guardians of the Galaxy, she did a really good job. In fact, her character might have been my favorite, slash, I would say her character was my favorite in the movie. Talking about Alice. Yeah, Alice. Yeah. I yeah. think she was the most dynamic yeah, I just thought, like... In the film. Also, who plays her mom? <laughs> that old woman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's notable, oh, right? What's yeah, her, she's is notable. Is that, like... Is it Dolly Parton? No, it's not Dolly Parton, but she's the... I'm looking... I feel like she... Maybe yeah. that actress plays Dolly Parton in a movie? And Mitchell. Well, she's from... Is it SNL? No. I don't know, but she was in the Deep Blue Sea, Ivy Bolton... Deep Blue Sea. Matador's Mistress. Anyway. She's got that... Alice? That was actually... That was actually. Oh, hold up, hold good. up. No, no, no. I was Thanks. wrong. I'm sorry. Her name is Jackie Weaver. Um, and she was in Silverline's Playbook and yep. Stoker and Bloom and Secret City. Yeah, she was. Uh, For Whom the Bells Toll gets chucked out the window. They die. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Alice, her character was great. Michelle Rodriguez, she, I just, when I saw her face, I yeah. was like, fast and furious gal, get out of here. I'm lost. Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't do a bad job either. She had that one weird scene. Which one? With the married man. I thought who lost the wife. That scene actually, I thought yeah. was really compelling. It was good. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. It was but, uncomfortable. But. but at first, I was like, 
it's so interesting. And actually, there's several scenes like this where you think it's going one way, and then it's not, and you realize that, oh, that was just a look into their... They're broken. Yeah, the characters, yeah. exactly. And yeah. you know what other? The scene at the end of the movie, I loved. Actually, my one of my favorite parts was after Veronica shoots Liam, she... He's laying down there, and she like gets down, and she like is kind of like crying because what did yeah. she just do? And then I, I, she was reaching for his hand, and I thought she was gonna like just hold it. We'll do the same thing from the like flashbacks, yeah. right? But yeah. then, she, but then she, you realize how strong she is because then she just puts the gun in the hand to yeah. frame it. I didn't and, think about it. Oh man, like, it, yeah. I was in the same boat. I was like, oh gosh, she's gonna do this whole like, conflicted killing thing, and yeah. I was like, oh no, she's like a cold yeah. killer at this point yeah. she knows exactly what she's doing oh man she's not compromising because she had yeah. to do that Liam forced her to do that yeah. and you saw Liam when he was like oh, I gotta so he turned and boom and I knew that he got shot too I was oh like, oh. absolutely yes. yeah, he got shot um, but subverting that I think that you were supposed to figure that he got shot but then the fact that she had no remorse for yeah. it yeah I mean oh, she did yeah. she, oh, you, she, no, told she told you you could see her in her face but I thought she was gonna sit there and like hold it and like oh you, that's what you're gonna do but no she puts well, the gun like, in the hand oh, so man, good with the number of flashbacks of like him kissing her hands yep. and stuff the yeah. second she grabbed his hand I was like that's what she's doing yep. yeah dude that scene yeah. was powerful because of all the groundwork they laid I think exactly. with flashbacks yeah but um so, so I think what's interesting about the three main women because I actually like, I really like the fourth lady they brought in. I do too. Oh, the runner. Yeah, yeah. she could be. She was me awesome. Up. Yeah, yeah. I liked her I too. Actually, I did. But I feel as though for the three, I think what was interesting was that they were showing the compromises they were making. Right, they were all making different compromises. Mm-hmm. And uh, Victoria, right? Yeah, Veronica. <laughs> we should we should print out the lists of the, and the, the, the characters yeah. and just have them. Uh, Veronica, right, she even calls out Alice for, like, sleeping with the architect guy. And she's like, your husband's only been dead for two weeks. And Alice's response is like, yeah, I got the thing we needed, though. Right? That was the same thing with uh, Linda. Right? Linda sleeping, well, not sleeping, sorry, kissing the architect's husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same kind of thing, right? Her the, the point where she was at was like, I need this answer, so I'm going to compromise my... Self oh, I'm not even it. sure. I'm not even sure the reason she oh, kissed him was. I'm gonna that. go ahead and say yeah. she wasn't oh, actually trying to get anything no, 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 by no. doing that. But like the reason she stepped into his house. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, like the reason yep. she's there is to put out outside of her comfort zone, outside of her. Right. What else? Because I've got something I want to open up. Um, I had man, I did have one other. Let's hey, let's talk about music a little bit. Man, I'd love to talk about. Music. Yeah, let's dream. We'll talk about music, um, and then I'll talk about my thing because. Man, Hans Zimmer did a phenomenal job with this film to the point where the music was very, very good, but you also didn't even realize it was Hans Zimmer. Atmosphere, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think a lot of, I think Dave and I were talking about this, a lot of really good composers for films these days, you could tell just within minutes of the film starting, like, oh, yeah, this sounds like a Hans Zimmer film. And I never got that impression. Yeah. And then when I saw that it was him, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I got the impression at one point in the movie. Well, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Like, it was During like that, that point. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Like in the middle, I can't remember. It was like 15 minutes of just that background. Dun, 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 dun. I can't remember. But I was just like, oh, Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah. But then again, I sampled a lot of Dark Knight music for Foretold. So <laughs> I'm very familiar with it. <laughs> okay. In fact, I used the same bit in Foretold, which is why it's so great. Nice. Uh, I don't tend to listen to the score the first time I listen to a movie, so I didn't. 
I didn't notice it either way. I don't think it detracted from the movie. I want to say this. If Scott listens to movies, people can view this podcast, okay? No, I'm saying in a movie you I know, listen to I know, the- I know, Oh, I know, my I know. God, <laughs> David. That doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all no for sense. the record. You can look at the little dot moving across the how much time is left to play viewers. Never mind. I don't know where this is going. My, my point is simply being that, that I thought that it was uh, compelling... And it didn't distract. Yeah, yeah. Which say, for me is good. Yeah, right? yeah. Like I think that's... Yeah. It added to the Like experience. the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. of some parts in Rogue One for me. There's some parts in Rogue One where the music, I was like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, full-on Star Wars theme, like, during, like, not-action scenes. I was like, ah, oh, stop it. Yeah. Another thing. Okay, cool. Music. I liked it. I've been saying how it subverts the heist yeah. genre. And I'm not sure if that's the best way to put it, but... All the... M- the previews are like, oh, this is going to be like a girls do the heist thing. And here's the deal. All the heist was was going to the house, putting the code, getting it, walking out. Literally all it was. And mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was th- what made the movie so good was the whole movie was about the setup. But they didn't even give you that much details into the details of the heist. Oh, the whole movie. Yeah. You, you yeah. were like, here they go. We haven't. They were putting dirt in Tupperware containers and they have some codes, but we don't know what it means. And, and they, they didn't do the whole like stereotypical like. Roll out the yeah, map. Here's exactly, the plan, right? Exactly. They, they also over that. Yeah, they also didn't do the like, hey, we're done, and then like, well, let's look at what happened. Yeah. No, it was like you were in it with them, and it was like pretty straightforward. Yeah. It, yeah. So that's what, like the movie focused on their characters a coping right and the different sacrifices they've made that we talked about and b mm-hmm. like yeah. just the preparation phase, but they only told you what you really needed to know about their character development, not about the X's and O's of the plan. Yeah. So the really, it was like an anti-heist heist movie. Yeah. Because then they had those cool black-looking ski masks. <laughs> the, the voice manipulators were awesome, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they just go in and do it, and the one wrinkle with Robert Duvall, and then I, I just really liked how straightforward and simple the heist was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't detract from the story they were telling. Yeah. yeah. And I also think to like kind of circle back on how we've talked about how like this movie feels like it could have it could actually take place like a heist like in oceans 11 not gonna actually take place a heist like this where it's just like hey we know who's gonna be there we've got the codes to it and we've got like a time frame yep like something like this could potentially happen and the whole like oh he's gonna be gone Right, like yeah. knowing knowing that the guy who lives in the house is not going to be there. Yeah, he's going to be at his debate. Yeah, yeah, which is also kind of terrifying as a homeowner. But yeah, that's besides the point. Well, Scott, I also don't if have you have five million, million dollars yeah. hidden away. Um, yeah, uh, so one part kind of bugged me when I first saw it, and I was kind of like, yeah. I mean, when you first mo- saw it. Yeah, when I saw it, <laughs> I guess no. My statement still stands. Okay, because I did first see what, it. What then. bugged you? And I will, I will preface this. This movie did have some cheese. We've already talked a little bit about it. The biggest part probably being the under-the-table money part. Well, I feel as that's more just, like, hand-wavy. I, I don't think the, the movie necessarily was like, we're going to do this thing and just ignore the fact that it's a thing, but more like, we're not going to deal with that. Yeah, no, for sure. With um, another, like, hour. Yeah. So when... And I knew, man, Get Out... That's, that's, a, that's a season of Ozarks. <laughs> get Out guy... Yeah. Villain, stab guy, stab guy, bowling alley guy, shoot yeah. guy, and gym guy. Him. Yeah. 
great performance. His eyes are the most intense oh, eyes man. I've ever seen. He yeah. is so intimidating. Anyway, you could tell he was. You could argue that he was the main antagonist just because he was the most directly involved in and uh, in the women's. He was just plans. the most violent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anywho, like he's, he's the he's the right hand man. So, so he pops up, it. and he's in the van with the gun. Yeah. Then he's driving away. Yeah. And I'd love to watch it again and listen to actually all of those little clips they played of him listening to stuff. Yep. And really break that down that more because that's a little wrinkle to his character. Anyway, yep. he's driving, and they just get in the car and crash into him. Yeah. Yeah. The, and I was like, that's convenient. But then I was like, oh wait, does that work? And it just kind of jarred me when it first happened. Yeah. Same. Yeah, did did they have another car there? They had another so car there. So my thought is... Did they have another car there? So okay. there's two thoughts here. One is that um, in the journal, yeah, uh, Harry potentially outlines like what to do in case type of thing. Like have a, a contingency. Have, yeah. have a backup plan. Have another vehicle there. Situation. Well, in in the we know they have vehicles because uh, Linda didn't all get stalks there, out right. Like she she stakes out the place in her own car, which I thought was a super like a Subaru type yeah. station wagon, which is a car that it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. By the way, the one thing I learned in this movie was that roadside flares can just wreck cars. Oh yeah, which <laughs> yep, I d- absolutely. I did not consider that until this movie was over, and I was like, oh, jeez, yeah, gosh, okay. Um, I feel like that is sort of a wrinkle in the whole thing, but I think one that Harry may have done something yeah. with yeah. that. Two that Veronica was just thinking about everything. Yeah, yeah that, and she wasn't ready to just give up at that point. One also very, very lucky slash convenient slash still worked that the one hit ended up killing the dude. Well, yeah. I think that kind of comes back to realism, right? Yeah. If you are driving a car at a decent speed and someone hits you from behind going much faster than you are, the chances of you like getting into a pretty bad wreck, I feel like are really high. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I also like the fact that, I mean, like the unceremonious killing of him as well. Actually, all the people that died in the movie oh, yeah. was very much like, yeah. it, it wasn't like a big buildup. It was down. just like instantaneous, they died. Yeah. Which, that was also a critique of the whole high scene was that I felt as though that whole gun exchange thing that happened it was very confusing who oh, got hit with what. I thought and... Michelle got hit. I thought Linda, whatever her name is, Michelle yeah, Rodriguez's character, yeah. I thought she was shot. I thought the blonde shot Robert Duvall. Oh, really? That's I think, what it looked I, like I, think I knew from the start that it was Michelle Rodriguez's character, Linda, that did the shooting. Oh. Because of, uh, is it Alice? Alice is the... the Alice is the tall girl. one. Yeah. She was, I feel like it was clear that she was the one that like grabbed him. Because oh, okay. she was so... She's tall. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, she's very tall. So you're like... Just that that scene, and it might be tied to this idea of realism, which is a fine compromise to make, but I felt that scene was very quick and very confusing as to what happened ultimately in... Which is what it would be like in real life. Yeah, yeah. true, but but like for the, the, the development of the characters, it was like, wait, who... Because ultimately Veronica's the guy that shot him, right? No. One of the other girls did? I think did? it was... No, you think Michelle was Rodriguez's character. Linda shot him, and then like Veronica grabbed, takes grabbed the, the gun, gun yeah. from her. Yeah. She's like, give me the gun. Yeah, but but so Linda grabs his gun, Yeah, right? Like, Alice. Because I, I thought the whole thing was that he was shot by his own gun. No. Nope. I don't think so. Oh, no, 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 no. I think Linda had a second gun. Well, we, we all well, have different guns. interpretations of the yeah. scene, because I thought Alice shot him. Alice was shot. You thought he was shot by his own gun. He was shot by Linda. 
<laughs> it just happened really fast. It did happen really fast. Which I guess is fine. But um, I was just... Like, yeah, I didn't know yeah. who was shot until they got to the hospital and it was yeah. Alice. And I was like, oh, okay, oh she's yeah. shot. And speaking of non-realism, right, that also is a big giveaway of like, oh, well, someone who shot at a hospital? How? Oh, so, they'll help him. I'm going to go ahead well, no, and I say... Know, but the police would care. Yeah, The police would care. But also, they're in Chicago, right? Yeah, true. People... True. That's a good point. That's a good point. In well, a, in it's a, like within city limits of Chicago, it's been like 40 plus years without someone being murdered. Yeah. Like... At least once per day. And it's in a low-income neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Since yeah, since January 1, 2018, 1,400 people have died in Chicago from guns. Wow. I actually just listened to a podcast with this. Yeah. Statistic, so, so, when that was all happening, I did have that same thought of, yeah. okay, yeah, they're just going to drop her off at a hospital. No one's going to ask any questions, and she's going to be fine. And then my second thought was, well, it's Chicago. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I Go ahead. When the, the Asian lady saw her, saw them, backed in, and then they had the... It wasn't a throwaway line, but they were walking up to the safe, and she's like, isn't she going to call the police? And Veronica was like, she's not that dumb. Case closed. I was like, she could call it. the police. Yeah. <laughs> well, but but they set that up, though, too, right? Because Veronica had that very brief interaction with yep. her when she was casing. Yeah, right? you're right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I thought that they did a pretty good job um, of, this, of this idea of not making it funny. There were funny moments, right? The gun shows one of them. I actually really like the bit where they're like, the numbers are upside down. Yeah. That was one of the things yep. where like, upside oh, down. I didn't see that coming and I was kind of freaking out for him. Like, yeah. oh gosh, what's the twist going to be, I didn't right? even see that the numbers could be upside down. Yeah, I know. Until yeah. they said it. And I was like, oh yeah. Oh gosh, good. And then even if once you look at it that way, you're like, oh yeah, it is. Like you can kind of tell that it's upside down. Yeah. Like it wasn't written out to look perfectly symmetrical. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But but I felt as though the only line I didn't like is the line they picked for the trailer too, where Veronica says something about like we can get away with this because they don't think we have the balls to do it. Yeah, it was so forced. I think that line in the trailer is why I said nope, not gonna see yeah. this. Boo! Yeah. I'm just booing felt... us. No, I'm booing the line. Okay, yeah, yeah it was it's... bad. I just feel it was very forced. Um, yeah, what? It's something. No one expects this because no one thinks we've got the balls to do it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, why don't you just, instead of using a term to describe power that's, like, derived from masculinity. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. that The, the whole movie didn't care who the protagonists were. Yeah. And then that line was like, oh, but we're actually going to do this to make it seem like it. It's like, no, the movie doesn't care about that at all. That's what makes yeah. it so good. The yeah. movie doesn't care that they're women. Yep. I was going to make that point The movie does not itself, care yeah. that they're women. Or or that they're not white or that they are black. Yeah. Or, right? Like, yeah. race... The race mo- played a subtle part, but not a major part, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I felt this, it wasn't like, it wasn't a commentary like Get Out was a commentary on racism. Yeah. yeah. Race had a background to this thing. Again, kind of like Chicago has a background oh, to absolutely. this thing, right? And the whole white politician trying to cater to black constituents, right? That whole thing was interesting. But it didn't matter that Veronica was black and, yeah. right? Like, And I just, I just really enjoyed the fact that we could have a movie that could be set with a, a modern backdrop that didn't, like kneel to those tropes at all and well, they didn't kneel yeah. to like the women trope either yeah right. it didn't i would i mean because you start talking about that and you left out something that's like a pretty big deal yeah which is veronica and harry's son, son yeah who's half black yeah. who gets shot killed by, cop. by the police yeah yeah um just reaching into his glove box for his insurance yeah. which was a very 
hard scene to watch too, right? Like I was. Oh yeah. When that was over, I was like, oh, I don't. Which is the scene supposed to make you feel uncomfortable? I'm yeah. not trying to say that. And like, it's interesting because I feel like that scene in particular was yeah. kind of saying like was kind of bringing that up as like yeah. this is a thing that happens. Um, but also how quickly they like bring it up as like this is a thing that happened, it has value, and then moved on. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Which also might get back to my point that I was kind of complaining that, like, why is Harry doing what he's doing? Right? In Veronica's line about, like, you didn't want to have our, you know, mixed race family, it could be tied to that, right? Or, he felt yeah, essentially that of, if, well, she, if we hadn't, if you had never gotten together with me, we wouldn't have had a mixed exactly. race son, she, she and he shame. wouldn't have gotten killed by the police because he was black. Yeah. Yep, she felt shame. Yeah, no, I agree, but but at the same time, like it certainly passes the Bechtel test, right? Like there, there was obviously lots of women talking to lots of women about things that weren't sex. Yeah, um, and certainly I, I feel as though the the and and this is a little uncomfortable is three guys talking, three white guys talking about right the yeah. representation of women and minorities in film, which is complicated in itself. But I feel as though they didn't. They, they didn't do the tropes that they could have done. Yeah. But at the same time, you still had, like, very empowered women, and you still had... Yeah. Right? I, I just enjoyed that also, they Also, um, along that same line, the number of times that the women, like, hit each other... Yeah. Or get hit... Yeah. Um, I, f- I feel like once I left it, I was like, man, there was a lot of, like, women just smacking women. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that happens between guys in films all the time, and we don't bat an eye to it. Because yeah. we're used to, like... Two guys disagreeing yeah, and start throwing punches yeah. and like that's a thing. But like every time it happens in this movie, you're like, oh, yeah. Like it has a ton of impact. But he just like it just kept happening. Yeah. Oh yeah, the scene where Veronica goes into Alice's house and right, yeah. they do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that was. I mean, transformative for Alice's character, and I also think it was transformative for Veronica's character. Yeah. Kind of getting put back into her place of. And I feel like, yeah, just being like, yeah, you know what? Women in this situation, they are going to end up hitting each other because yeah. they're stressed yeah. and upset and emotional. Yeah. Just like guys do. Yep. Yep. No, I just I, I just enjoyed that, that, that they could have that. Because when I first saw the, the trailer, oh. in my mind, I, I thought that was the way they were going to take it. Oh, was Ocean's like, 8. Ugh. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make this like female power. I feel like we need to watch Ocean's Eight oh. and do like. A oh, I've seen. Oh, I've seen. Have you? You, know, you guys no, know what they steal in Ocean Eight? Ocean's Eight? No. A necklace from a fashion show. Yeah. Like some writers in the are like, what do women like to steal? <laughs> <laughs> Necklaces and fashion well, shows. Ocean's Eleven, they stole a gem, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, out of a vault. Yeah, in the a casino. big casino. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I Wait, when, the, when all the women yeah, get didn't together. They, didn't they steal no, like a eleven. Gem? They took like a hundred plus, oh, hundred bunch of twenty million dollars oh, okay. or something. What well, in, in the all women one? It's a necklace from a fashion show. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I said, yeah, it's worth a lot of money. But if Danny Ocean got that job, he'd be like, mm, this isn't cool enough. Yeah, this isn't badass. Next, give me the gem in the casino, yeah. and it's just kind of funny to me. Where yeah. this movie. It wasn't a necklace in a fashion show. Yeah, because I feel that you could have... Not that it would have been realistic from the standpoint of like contemporary politics, but you could have switched all the genders of all the characters, and it would still have been just as compelling of a story. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like, it could be called Widowers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Like, the opening scene is just a bunch of badass women <laughs> running from the cops. Sure. Yeah, right? 
Um, which might be the comedy version of this. Widowers, we could do yeah, it. You make those guys like like they they are like soft husbands of like hardened female yeah. criminals, right? Yeah. And I feel like that would be a hard movie to make without going <laughs> into yeah. all of the, the yeah. pitfalls of, of that we've talked about. Yeah. Well, um, cool. Um, recommendations. Right. Should you see it? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, but I think I go back to what I initially said, which is I think it's ultimately going to be forgettable. Not because I think it's a bad movie, but just because, like, I don't know. Oh, it's for one sure. Of many. It's one of well, just like yeah. kind of. That's exactly how Inside Man is for me. True. Yeah. yeah. When you said Inside Man, Inside Man, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah that is a good movie, yeah. right? I and so that's the thing. That. I'll, oh, I never really think about it until I think about it, or yeah. if I ever find myself watching it, I'm just like, yeah. I forgot how enjoyable this movie is. Yeah. Spike. It's a Spike Lee joint. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but it feels as if this film yeah. falls into that. Of like, but yeah, I hope that sure. if anything, it carries some weight for some time because it did such a good job yeah. having female leads, like just perform out of their minds and deliver such like a yeah, we, great we film. Talked about the fact that like the acting in the entire film was almost perfect from everyone. Yeah, right. Except for those like couple of like nitpicky lines but yeah in general i thought veronica oh, all the performances were great ridiculous performance from the perspective of like conflicted right just that inner turmoil yeah, and yeah. being both great. afraid and strong at the same time alice did and, great even michelle i was I, honestly my least favorite was probably michelle rodriguez but she did yeah. great too yeah um i mean her being in the trailer another reason why i was like nope yeah Don't your family <laughs> uh oh god um i really because after seeing this movie, I was like, man, I hope Michelle Rodriguez just has, like, this Phoenix rising from the ashes career. Where, like, yeah. she's been in a lot of films. She knows how to act. Can she just do decent things, please? Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, hopefully the actress that plays Alice does more. She's sure in Guardians not. of the Galaxy. She's got that going for her. Yeah. What, what is she she's doing? the perfect gold woman. In the second one? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't remember that at all. Like the queen, yeah, the, the queen, queen of the planet. The queen of the, you know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that one, the gold, know. the gold flecked woman. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that's probably not gonna do much for her. No, nope. not as much as this one. No, uh, I honestly would watch the whole thing again just to get back to that scene when after she shoots Liam and she's sitting there and reaches for his hand. That was impactful to me. Yeah. Hit me, man. The yeah, there were so many impactful like scenes like pretty much every scene with uh the guy from get out yeah get out guy gag get out guy uh or gog <laughs> uh we promise in the future we'll do better about names <laughs> absolutely what's well, his first name just give me his first name uh robert daniel daniel, daniel. with daniel. daniel daniel if you're listening to, if you're watching this <laughs> you're great yeah we like you a lot we loved if you ever have a knife around me you. i will pick up a chair and fight you off with it Oh, you're talking about the bowling alley scene. I was like, as he far, had a gun. Man, as far as like cold-blooded scenes go in movies, like that one... Yeah, he didn't have to stab him at all. ...was rough. It did kind of remind me of the Joker, right? When the guy's laying on the on the lane and he like lays down in front of him and it's kind of like... Oh, yeah. It reminded me of a... Uh, I drink <laughs> your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the bowling alley. Yeah, the bowling alley. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that scene isn't in a bowling alley. Yeah, yeah it is. That the monologue is? is right before yeah. he bashes his head in with a pin. 
I thought that scene was when he was oh, I don't actually pitching. Remember. Spoilers. All I know is that there's a bowling alley in that movie. No, yeah, 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 you're right. No, no, no. no. I love that movie. It, it's totally I great. love Daniel Day-Lewis. By the way, it's yeah. There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. What did I say? You didn't say, you didn't say anything. I just I said, said Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, I thought I said There Will Be Blood. I didn't hear that. Oh. I just wanted to give context you for probably your did. Yeah. impression. I, I mean, I know that you know T- what it is. W. B. 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 The Warner Brothers. Blood. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah re- I mean, all, all three of us liked it. Recommend it. Recommend Go see it. it. You can uh, wait until uh, it comes out and be, stream it at yeah, your house. Um, to be fair, though, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate for everyone because it did have some pretty graphic scenes and there was some nudity. Oh, yeah. There was... Oh, there was a butt and um, a boob. There was lots of boobs Multiple in that boobs. scene. I mean, that scene, that was like... There was two boobs shown in a variety of ways. Yeah. But only yeah. two. Um, definitely rated R. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because of the boobs. But I'm just saying, like, don't mom, show it to your kids. My mom likes crime procedurals, but I don't know if I'd recommend this to her. Yeah, that's it's fair. A, it's a little. I would recommend this to my parents, but yeah. my parents aren't your parents. Uh, yeah, my although parents, they I share think... half of their both names. One name. One name. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend this to my parents, though I don't think that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> no, I'm just. Um, I'm just that's saying a fun like, category. I don't think it's necessarily. <laughs> would you recommend this to your parents? Maybe oh, that's what we do. What was the, the scale? <laughs> What was the scale that we made up last time? The Justice uh, League Toby scale? Tobey Maguire. Oh, the... No, yeah. <laughs> well, we did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man scale, but then we also did the Justice League scale. This was... It's much higher on the Justice League scale than Venom yeah. is. How many times Better you... than Justice Well, actually, to make this a little more relevant, what, let's let's do it on a Ocean's Eleven scale. Oh, okay, fair enough. Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. I'm, Ocean's I'm Eleven scale? Ocean's 11. I would say this is better than Ocean's Eleven. Okay, on an Ocean's Eleven. It's a little bit different. Okay, uh, Ocean's Eleven is a comedy. Here's what I'll say. Here's here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say, and then you guys can. I'm ready. Dave. You guys can. What are you gonna follow. say, Dave? What are you gonna uh, say? I'm gonna say a two point five on the Ocean's Eleven scale. Yeah. You yep. I will watch it once, and then I'll watch it twice, and then I watch it halfway through again before I turn it off to watch Ocean's Eleven. You get to the the gym scene. I get to the gym scene, and I'd be like, I just need some some Danny Ocean in my life. Some being able to relax, laugh at a Chinese guy doing acrobats. That sounds slightly racist, but. Uh, <laughs> he does uh, do gymnastics. He does, and, and I laugh at him. We know who you're talking. About. Yeah. Um. So it would be two and a half, and the reason is be- just because I would want to break from the tone. I mean, if you said like acrobatic thief, we might think Catwoman. You're right. I needed to differentiate. Does that make? Does that make that movie kind of a heist movie? Catwoman. She's no. a thief. Uh, oh. <laughs> the Dark Knight Returns. Oh. Dark Knight Rises? No. No. <laughs> Whatever no. it is. Doesn't matter. Um, Recommendations. Ocean's um, 11 scale. The Ocean's 11 scale. Okay, so... 2.5. You know what? I'm going to do it. So I was originally going to say if it was the first time I saw Ocean's 11 versus the first mm-hmm. time seeing this, it'd be like a one-to-one. Yeah. But, like, obviously we're not in that boat. Yeah. And people listening probably aren't in that boat. Most people listening have probably seen Ocean's 11 because... For a while there, it was getting played on TV, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you got George, Matt, and Brad? Kidding me? Yeah. Um, so much. I do love Matt Damon. Handsomeness in that film. Uh, I would say at least two to one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At in least, Widow's favor or Ocean's Eleven favor? I would watch Widow's on, twice on the Ocean's before Lovers watching game. Ocean's once. Mostly because... Um, and I think this is kind of come, I'm going to go back to recommending it. Like, yeah. I think I want to see this again. Yeah, I do. Maybe I, not right away. I but know like, wants to watch it and I'm definitely going to watch it with her. I think it has some great rewatchability yeah. to it. So, two to one. It is missing catchy, funky bass lines. 
Are you talking about a podcast? Are you making Seinfeld reference right now? No, that's the line from Ocean's Eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or no, I'm thinking about Snatch. Mm. I think Ocean's Eleven kind of does that too. Yeah. With their transitions. Yeah. All Although I just Snatch is gold I brown. just did finish uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Binging Seinfeld. <laughs> all of the episodes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anywho, what's your rating on the Ocean's Eleven scale? Uh, yeah, I'm okay with the, the two range. I mean, like I said, I just think it's better than Ocean's. Um, definitely better than all the other oceans, and I would say like around the same on par with Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Um, if I if I had to like pick which one I'd go watch tomorrow, I'd definitely watch Widows again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a no brainer. Both have high replay value for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think just for like the the aesthetic of Widows, I would watch it more. Yeah, right. Just like I feel as though it would be a very beautiful film just to watch for the yeah. cinematography, and then pay attention to the music Gorgeous. too. Pay attention to a lot of things. Yeah. For sure. Um, to the boobs? Uh, what are you saying? Yeah, that's it. I just watched it again to see the, the softcore porn scene. SCPS. What yeah. are we looking at now? Um, I mean, that's kind of... That's sort of our widow's conclusion. Yeah. Typically, what we would do now is talk about the film that we have chosen to, to watch, watch next. Next? Who's, who's in charge now? Is it Duran? Uh, it's Dave. Dave, now, right? Dave yeah. is the next. So we're going to watch Aquaman. It is. Duran, how do we let this happen? Damn it. <laughs> uh, we, not necessarily. I'm going to see Aquaman no matter what. Yeah, we know. And it, it might be fun to talk about. What, about. what about Captain Marvel? Wait, when does that come out? I don't know. March. The trailer just it's, released. Oh, speaking of this, uh, viewers... Friday, Avengers Four trailer. Oh, Saturday. Wait, Spider Man is that Far From Home trailer? Do you know that? For I a fact? know that for a fact because I feel like the internet doesn't even know that for nope, a fact. It's confirmed. Friday, David's inside I, source in I, Hollywood. Avengers I knew Four Spider Man, Spider Man Home, Spider Man Far From Home. I don't Saturday. Think, I don't think there's confirmation. It's of the also been leaked that I don't even know. We're going to say all this. this. Out. Spider-Man Far From Home is going to start minutes. Don't spoil this. Don't spoil this for me. I won't spoil anything. Thank you. Um, I don't look up your crazy internet rumor things. You're right. But trailers, Friday and Saturday, you heard it here first. Uh, You watched it here first. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're the go-to news source for Instant upload and, and view and listenership. Um... I don't really know what else is coming out. So uh, I do. The the Veep one is coming up. Ooh, I know we talked about that one. That I, that is. I'm going to weeks. see that. Yeah. Wait, the Veep. See this. Yeah. The vice president. The oh. one about. Oh, vice. Yeah. Vice. vice. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Veep is something. Veep different. is the, the show on HBO show with who? Dave? Do you know? Oh yeah, with uh, with uh, no no no, the gal who's from Seinfeld. Yeah, and her name is Michelle Dreyfus. Julia, Julia something Louise, Louise Dreyfus. Julia yeah. Louise Dreyfus. Man, full circle. She's hilarious. Also, I'm not sure there's a woman I'm more attracted to. Really? Uh, yes, there's one woman, um, Myrna Tierney. She played the ex-wife in Liar Liar. Her character in that movie. Oh man. Oh my god. But dude, I, Eileen, I would. I would be with what her. movie are we going to watch, her. David? Uh, so, you mean Elaine? Elaine, I'm so sorry. Elaine, it's matter what her name is. Uh, Dark Horse, uh, Michelle Tomei, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Horse is Marissa Tomei. Hey, when you date all these women at once, the names 
Uh, oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so... That's how he has his inside connections. In so, yeah. guys, coming up, we have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm pretty interested in that. I'm going to see that one. I'm also... To be fair, that will make our podcast the Spider-Man podcast with widows. <laughs> I'm also... Which... You could argue <laughs> a widow is a type Black of spider. Oh, the spider cat. No matter uh, what movie we do, it has to be so connected to So, honestly, the, um, the movies I'm debating on doing are three. Uh, it's either going to be Aquaman, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, or The Mule with Clint Eastwood. Um, what is The Mule? He's a, he's a drug, drug runner, mule. but he's like an old man. Yeah, but he's Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he's like... Yeah. It was shot recently. Yeah, like he has like Clint Eastwood. He's like a ninety-year-old drug runner. Uh, with um, they're not looking. The new Peter Jackson movie, Mortal Engines. It looks so bad. It looks really. Wait, bad. I thought we were gonna watch Robin Hood. Oh, no, oh. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh. I think Fox. we should all get like one veto per. Oh, we should definitely get vetoes, and I might use my. Own. Uh, I, I mean, want to see. I want to see it. No what? What? We I can watch care. it, and I'll have a thumbs down on it. That's or maybe I'll have my mind blown. Yeah, and I'm just gonna come in and get out of here. What? That would actually be better than all of us mostly agreeing on the True. films that we've True. seen. So David's gonna be a fanboy. We already know the same with Justice League. It took him a whole year it to took come around so to it being terrible <laughs> to agree that Justice League was actually a bad movie. I'm being more tempered this time. Yeah, for Aquaman. Uh, yeah, I've let you know if it does not do what I've outlined its success formula to be, I will say it's bad. I feel like you're going to see it and be like, yes! And then so much farther down the road be like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe not. Guys, whatever. You can think what you want. Uh, so I will That's let fine. you know what we watch yeah. in a few days. We'll put it on our Twitter feed. Um, Instagram. Yeah. We'll put it, load up we'll on tweet. Instagram. We don't have any of those things. Hey, do we have those um, mugs, pillows, and t-shirts up on our merch, our merch site? Yeah. For, our merch for site? Christmas time. For Order Christmas it now. Time. Order hey, you know, Christmas. just pound pound, and slam that subscribe button. Yeah, pound, Please. slam pound it. Pound it, slam it. Pound it, slam it. <laughs> Turn on notifications. Um, pork it. So what I was going to... So yep. last pork time... Um, wait, when do we want to do here, this Jay. by? I assume we would want to record in early January. I can't shake him. Maybe before you start up again? I'm going to be gone for a little trip in January. I was going to say, let's, why wait till then? It's early, December 5th. Early January is fine. But to be fair, like, I don't, I'm staying here. I'm not going anywhere. That's true. We could just bust out another one. This also yeah. takes two hours. Well, like not even that. Four hours because we got to watch a movie and then do this. It's true. Yeah, yeah but The movies I've been talking about, though, are coming out like in the next few weeks. Yeah, so I'm fine doing it sooner than later. Yeah, me too. Very nice. I'd um, rather play Dungeons and Dragons than do this. Thing, oh to be my fair. gosh, it's been so long. I'm itching. That is one of those things that I do. That's really cool. That's taking up your time. That's taking up my free time. Yeah. So I can't play. I artifact. used to play. <laughs> I used to. be architect exercise. Yep. And Goyle. Art. And Goyle. Is there a verb? <laughs> yeah, architect. It's a. It's a, a verb. verb and a noun. You you architect. Like, I will architect the... Uh, I don't plans. believe you. That's fine. That's you don't fine. have to. Yeah. Um, so the I've been not believed before, Scott. Architecting. Architect. Um, the architecture. One of the or, last things we did on the last podcast, yeah. which I think we should keep doing, yeah. is recommending something, oh, yeah. some form Just of entertainment I like it. Um, to the viewers. David is going to suggest uh, Elaine. Just in general. I, you're gonna just, I just recommend Elaine, uh, which I think is valid if you want to do that. 
anyone who thinks Friends is better than Seinfeld can pound sand. Pound. You're going to be divisive right now. I will. While we're starting. That's interesting. But that's not what I'm recommending. I'm just throwing out facts. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to start. I always start with these things. Let me think about what I want to recommend. Yeah, you think. Um, Do I have something? I'm not going to recommend Artifact to people. Um, Uh, I've been listening to a lot of The More Perfect Podcast. They're a co-production with Radiolab. And they just recently put out an album where they had artists... Um, basically do uh, song representations of all of the amendments to the Constitution. It's very interesting. Huh. It's probably a nine-episode series that are doing like liner notes for this album of amendment things, and I learned a lot. Yeah. Today on my drive home, I was listening to something about the amendment where um, basically Congress can't be a lame duck Congress for like a year, which used to happen. Mm. Anyway, that's what I've been into recently. Yeah. Did you think of yours? Because um, I thought of mine. Okay, go, go ahead, Duran. Duran, what are you um, into right now? I, uh, so my wife and I are going to go see Atmosphere. What is Atmosphere? It's a... Uh, he's a rapper. He's a rapper. Oh, it's not a thing. It's a he. Yeah. Um, so in preparation for that, I didn't realize that he had a new album out. Mm. So um, I think it's titled... Mi vida loca, local. My local life. Mi vida local. Um, and if you're a fan of rap, he's he's great. If you're a fan of like spoken word poetry, I would say that he's closer to like spoken word to music than he is to rap. Like I know Eminem's new album just came out, and like yeah, that's definitely rap. This I would say is more poetry. Um, what's what's the name again? Mi Vida Local. No, the artist. Oh, Atmosphere. 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 Um, so okay. I'd recommend that. It's been great to listen to. Nice. I'm going to do two things. I don't care. And I've already kind of done a third with Seinfeld. That's fine. I would also say Seinfeld. Um, and then I'll also second Duran's because Atmosphere is great. Uh, so... One thing, Duran inspired me. Another rapper, Earl Earl Sweatshirt, released an album. It's called Some Rap Songs. It's under 24 minutes long with about 12 or 14 songs. So all pretty quick, all pretty short, very poetic. Earl Sweatshirt, Some Rap Songs. Second, there's a website called Duotrope.com. It's uh, Duotrope.com. If you are into writing or creating any kind of content at all, Duotrope basically like collects all sorts of avenues which you can submit stuff for free, avenues where there's a small application fee. Oh, cool. Everything. And and you can like filter through it all with, with different categories or different like, hey, I want to do free, I want to some paid stuff different yeah. areas different exposures and it's a good and it's uh, it's free for the first I think week or two and then it's five bucks a month um, and so I've been doing some poetry well, stuff on there also do you like all of your social media because <laughs> uh, uh, I hate doing that stuff I know but uh, it does it's been a cool resource to use to find different little pockets to showcase your stuff cool maybe one day we will be sponsored by them. This yeah. podcast is brought to you by Duotrope. Duotrope. 
and by get your art on and and by elaine <laughs> whatever her name is dreyfus julia louise i have a hard time with names in general and so three named people give me a hard time like jordan sometimes Levitt. it's hewitt what's his name joseph here? gordon joseph levitt Gordon-Levitt. there it is yeah i don't even know jgl dude yeah i like them all out of it, yeah. right on uh till next time go watch the movies stay spicy don't if you're gonna do a heist wear a mask call your moms eat some vegetables uh I don't have any <laughs> okay nothing nothing for <laughs> me <laughs> nothing just pizza wrap you don't you don't do that at the end <laughs> <laughs>